Coming up on this episode of Game Nights, we're continuing our Dungeons & Dragons adventure, this time paperwork free. That's right, we are going to actually have action as we continue with our characters, learn a few new things about them, what they can do, and what powers they have, and then we put it to the test in our continuing adventures with Dungeons & Dragons. Stick around, because it's time for Game Nights. This is Game Nights, episode number 16, recorded February 21st, 24th, 2016, The Lost Minds of Phandalin, chapter 16. Hello everybody, welcome to this episode of Game Nights. I'm Sean Jennings, joined as always by Dungeon Master Matt, as well as our intrepid adventurers Colby and Dan, back for more Dungeons & Dragons, this time our 16th go-around. Sweet 16. Our, our sweet <laughs> 16, as they say. Our quinceanera. Wait, that is that 16? That's 15. Okay, well, close enough. Um, no, I don't think we had a very exciting quinceanera. No, it was, no. It was kind of a bummer. So, so let's, so <laughs> let's get into that. a party that no one, no one wants to go to. Let's, <laughs> let's recap last week in case you decided to smartly skip it's it. Like, it's like when your birthday is like on a work day. Mm. That's, that's kind of like how last episode was. Well, I, hey, I think we learned some things, right? We started off with this, our. This is the. This is going to be the sweet sixteen. This is going to be the, the whole shebang with the sixteen candles and the. This is a good. Get pumped for this episode. Oh my god, it's going to be awesome! Colby is on the floor with excitement. <laughs> um, no, what's amazing is last week we, dealt with the the two red brand ruffians, um, in the 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 caves below uh, Tresendar Manor, um. I decided to attempt to cold cock punch one of them, uh, which failed miserably. I basically missed. Uh, but he kind of petted his cheek a little bit. Yeah, it was more of a eh, um, rather than a real punch. And he uh, luckily both of them were killed. Uh, and at which point we leveled <laughs> up and the episode ground to a halt because we all got new abilities and spells and powers and all kinds of dangerous things. Uh, we got into some of the details last time, but gentlemen, if we want to maybe take a little time now and each explain what is new with our respective characters, what we've gained, what those mean, and how we're going to use them. Sure. Uh, I will I will offer to go first, because mine is, I think, the simplest of the three. Um, at, least as, at least I think, but I guess we'll find out. Um, so I uh, leveled up and became... A, and and uh, what was it? An eldritch knight. Yeah. Um, yep. Which is kind of exciting because I get magic, um, including uh, some spell casting. So I start with two cantrips of my choice that I get to keep and use. And I went with, uh, and I'm going to try and read this out here. I went with sacred flame, which gives a, um, which allows me to. Um, get 1d8 radiant damage um, or have them succeed on a dexterity saving throw. A flame-like radiance descends on a creature within range that you can see. So, you know, just a little flame for them. Um, I also got Shocking Grasp, which lightning springs from your hand to deliver a shock to a creature you try to touch. Um... On a hit, the target takes 1d8 lightning damage and can't take reactions until the start of its next turn. 
So I can I can light them up. I can zap them. Um, in addition to the cantrips, I got three first level spells, two of which I have slots for, so I get to actively have. The three I chose were um, Burning Hands, which uh, a thin shield of sheet of flames shoots from my outstretched fingertips. Each creature in a 15-foot cone must make a dexterity saving throw. They take 3d6 fire damage on a failed save or half as much on a successful one. Um, and I actually get a bonus 1d6 for each uh, level above... Um, Oh, that doesn't apply to me yet. So um, I get that. I went with Cure Wounds, which we've talked about on the show before. Regaining hit points equal to 1d8 plus the spellcasting ability modifier, as well as the last one being Sanctuary, which is I ward a creature within range against attack. So any creature who targets uh, the creature I protect um, must first make a wisdom saving throw. If they fail, they have to choose a new target or lose that attack or spell. So kind of a protection spell as well. Um, now, I have all three. They're all first-level spells, but I only get to equip two in my spell slots. Um, and for the sake of this, I am choosing to equip Burning Hands and Sanctuary, which along with my two cantrips give me four magical abilities. Um, and while we were on long rest between episodes, I performed the ritual where I bonded with my Great Axe um, so I cannot be disarmed with it. Uh, and I can also summon it with a bonus move. Wow. Easy enough? Hey. Easy enough? Wow. That's pretty straightforward. Sure. I'm sure all the folks at home are excited to be following along in their big books of D&D. <laughs> um, right. Who wants oh, to, right. to try and go next? I'll go next. All right. Uh, so so I, I leveled up my rogue halfling, uh, and so I chose the arcane trickster archetype. Says some rogues enhance their fine honed skills of stealth and agility with magic, learning tricks of enchantment and illusion. These rogues include pickpockets and burglars, but also pranksters, mischief makers, and a significant number of adventurers. Uh, so along with that, so basically I'm now magic. Uh, so I learned three three cantrips. The first one is a mandatory mage hand. Uh, so. I can cast Mage Hand and make a, a Spectral Hand. Uh, what? Sorry, I can't read. Uh, when you cast Mage Hand, you can make the spectral, spectral Hand invisible, and you can perform the following additional tasks. Stow one, one object. Oh, I guess Mage Hand probably has other descriptions. But in any case, I'm not going to read it. Basically, I can have a Magic Hand. Um, in addition to that, that one... I got the uh, chilled touch cantrip, which is somewhere around the page I'm looking at. Uh, it says, you create a ghostly skeletal hand in the space of a creature within range. Make a ranged attack against the creature to assail it with the chill, chill of the grave. On a hit, the target takes 1d8 necrotic damage and can't regain hit points until the start of your next turn. Uh, that could be fun. Chilled hand is my, uh, or chilled touch is my favorite Lady Gaga single. <laughs> nice. Turning pages. Man, they should, like, make this book electronic so you can search through it. I would think. What are you going to do? They don't have tablets and Fandolin. <laughs> I guess not. So my, th my third cantrip is Minor Illusion. 
So it says you can create a sound or an image of an object within range that lasts for the duration of the spell, which is one minute. The illusion also ends if you dismiss it. Uh, you can you can create a sound ranging in, in volume from a whisper to a scream. It can be your voice, someone else's voice, which I thought was interesting. Uh, a lion's roar, beating drums, or any other sound you choose. Uh, you can create an image, such as a chair, footprints, small chest, uh, no larger than a five-foot cube. The creature uses its action to examine the sound or image. The creature can determine that it's, a, that it's an illusion with a successful intelligence check. Uh, and then I also got to pick three first-level uh, first level wizard spells. Uh, so I took Magic Missile, which what the glass staff used against us. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, it, seemed, it seemed pretty convenient. Um, uh, the next one I took was Silent Image, which I can't find yet. Alphabetical order, why aren't you more convenient? Need Command F. (laughs) So, silent image, you create an image of an object, creature, or some other visual, visual, visible phenomenon that is no larger than a 15-foot cube. It appears on a spot within range and lasts for the duration of the spell, which is up to 10 minutes. Uh, It is an accompanied... The is, image is purely visual. It isn't accompanied by sound, smell, or other sensory effects. Uh, and you can move it around. And if anyone interacts with it, it becomes clear that it is not, in fact, real. And then the final, final, my final spell is... Uh, I can find it. It's called Tasha's Hideous Laughter. It says... Tasha? Tasha. Yeah. A little Star Trek reference there. Mm. Just kidding. Maybe maybe I'm not there. (laughs) It says, a creature of your choice that you can see within range perceives everything is hilariously funny and falls into fits of laughter if the spell affects it. The target must succeed a wisdom saving throw (laughs) or fall prone, becoming incapacitated and unable to stand for the duration. A creature with intelligence score of four or less isn't affected. Uh, at the end of its its turns, and each time it takes damage, the target can make another wisdom saving throw. Has advantage on the saving throw if uh, it's triggered by damage. Yeah, and that's it. And I guess Sweet. I'll pick... I'm going to pick Magic Missile and Tasha's Laughter for my spells in my slots. All right. <clears throat> Uh, Dan Dan we, the Panther Man. <clears throat> yeah, as we heard, I went with the uh, the uh, Beastmaster archetype. I got myself a sweet panther that we will hopefully meet at some point during the adventure. You got to think of a name for too. Yeah, you got to have a name. Also that. Uh, in addition, I got some more hit points. Uh, other than that, I got another spell. I picked up Long Strider, which per- uh, increases. A creature that you touch is speed by uh, 10 feet. So that's how many feet it can move in a turn. Which I figure will be useful for the panther because one of the things it can do is pounce uh, if the panther was at least 20 feet uh, straight toward a creature. It, it knocks it down if they don't pass the saving throw and then it can like devour them. Uh, yeah, that's pretty much it. Mine is pretty straightforward. Longstrider sounds like a boat. Yeah. It really should be. 
The long strider. Yeah. I also think that we should, at some point, and we don't have to do it today, but um, put a, a GoFundMe together to get Colby a chair. Um, <laughs> what is this? I, I, I have a chair. We've just been we've been going much longer than usual, so so my my I'm trying to save my stamina for the rest of this episode. Uh, okay. <laughs> the short rest. That, yeah, exactly. <laughs> a very short rest. A very, very short rest. Short. All right. Well, now that we are all caught up. Yes. With that, we've got magic. We've got well, we will have a panther. We're we're good to go. We've beaten the two red brand baddies. Matt, what happens next? Well, what happens next, Mister Sean? Uh, you're entering a new part of the hideout. Um, uh, you look around you. You go through the partitions and you see this long room is partitioned into three areas with iron bars walling off the north and south. Filthy straw lines the floors of these cells, the hinged doors of which are secured by chains and padlocks. A pair of disheveled human women are being held to the cell to the south while a human boy is confined to the cell in the north. All are dressed in plain gray tunics and have iron collars fitted around their necks. A heap of discarded clothing is piled carelessly against the far wall. Which one are you going to approach? North or the south? I say north. Okay. There are no objections. The motion carries. Yep. So north is the uh, that's the where the boy is being held. All right. So you're walking towards the uh, the cell, and before you get there, you um. hear a. Uh, some something in between a purr and a roar <laughs> coming from underneath one of the bales of hay, one of the piles of hay. Dan walks over to the pile of hay and discovers a panther cub, which mauls him instantly and is <laughs> killed on the spot. <laughs> we have to do another character sheet for Dan. <laughs> <laughs> Say goodbye to this episode. <laughs> what a <laughs> twist. <laughs> All right. So, Dan, you are now the proud owner slash companion of a new panther. Yes, we bond immediately. Whose name is dot dot dot. Uh... Danther? Uh, 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 no. Danther's panther. <laughs> Dan's panther danther. Uh, uh, Black lightning? Uh, That's like ebony like the, thunder. The catastrophe? What's that? Leslie? Uh, Dan, what's the name of that weird band that you like? Snarky Puppy? Snarky oh. Panther? <laughs> Snarky <laughs> Panther? <laughs> Snarky Panther. Snanther. Uh, Oprah Whisker. <laughs> Fleas Witherspoon. Did you just Google clever names for a cat? <laughs> or celebrity names for a cat? Addie Purry. 
Robert. Robert. Uh, right, uh, here we go. Hulkamania. I I I really. Moose. Moose the Panther. Moose the Panther. Hang on, hang on, hang on. We're gonna get this. We're gonna get this. Uh, 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 Huey Lewis. How did that microphone smell there, Sean? It's it smells great. My nose is lazy, so I feel like <laughs> I'm getting real up close. Oh my gosh, Nazi! Actually, doesn't smell great because it's got my spit all over it. Um, the uh, uh, black dynamite. Hang um. On. Oh my god. These are all terrible recommendations. Uh, I know the Panther. I like I like Black Black Lightning was cool, but it needs to have a cute it needs to have a cute short name. You know? Lightning? Like, you could you could call him what about like Shadow or something? Shadow. Panthers Shadow. are black, right? Yep, Shadow's pretty good. Okay. Right. Shadow go. the Panther. Although to be fair, in the same way we've each abandoned our character names and just call each other our real names, we'll probably just end up calling it Panther in the Panther. end. Panther, <laughs> Dan's Panther. Dan's Panther. <laughs> What's the name of your Panther? I don't remember. Just call it Dan. a Panther. <laughs> I'm, I'm just gonna refer to it as exclusively as Danther. <laughs> oh, fantastic. Danther and Dan. All right, so Dan and his Panther um, are now acquainted. Uh, shadow, the Panther Shadow, uh, and you guys are, are you guys have arrived at the uh, the boys' cell. Um, They're there. Yeah, there's a there's a boy in this cell, and then right the cell that was like to the south is the two women. It says so. Oh. Thank you for saving me, sir. Please, please, let me out of this cell. What's in it for us? Wow. You <laughs> look like an admirable fellow. Have you met our panther? <laughs> no, I'm I'm interested in... And I'm not being in prison. You, Mr. Salazar. <laughs> you look like a person of great nobility. Please use your wealth and prestige in society... To rescue me from this prison. <laughs> okay, we'll leave you here and go back to the town hall and see if we can talk <laughs> a diplomatic route to getting you released. <laughs> How's that? No, I must be let go at once. <laughs> I think you well, need a trickster thief. Well, we should ask this per- I'm going to ask this person, who, who are you? Uh... Please, can't we talk about that after you let me go? <laughs> Please let I, me out. I think I think one of us is in a negotiating position here. Uh, <laughs> oh, Dan's and playing hardball. It's not ball. you. <laughs> Man, this Panther's really changed you, Dan. <laughs> I'm just saying. Okay, okay. This person My name might is be Nars. Nars Dendrar. I was, I was kidnapped with my family. My, my mother and sister are in that cell over there. I'm 13 years old. A few days ago, the Red Brands just broke into our house, killed my father, Thel, and kidnapped us. 
I heard the guards over there planning that they were going to sell us into slavery. Well, we're not going to let that happen. Because we'll sell you for even more. (laughs) (laughs) I'm sure with with your scroll of pedigree and position in society, you you would be able to negotiate a fine price. However, I really must be let go now, please. (laughs) All right. Should we let him go? Yeah, I have valuable information I could provide you with. Perfect. Okay. How are we going to open this lock, though? I assume it's locked. Well, I can try a... Uh, you got a lockpick set there? I do, yeah. I oh, sweet. Tools. Um, Bust them out of here. What What do I have to roll for that, Matt? Do you know? To what? For, to open the lock? Yeah. Well, you, you have somebody with you who can open that lock. Yeah, Colby can, can he? No, you have. Don't didn't you take you took Yarno with you, right? Oh he's No still... no, we left him way oh, back. Yeah, we, yeah, we did leave him behind somewhere. <laughs> yeah. I don't think no, I think you left him behind in the crypts, right? While you were wandering, you, you explored the rest of the hideout. Uh, I don't remember yeah. where we left. We'll just say you went and retrieved him. Okay. okay. <laughs> All right. He's gonna open the cells for you. Because he's Perfect. such a nice guy. He is really turned a new leaf <laughs> so they're both free of their other the 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 mother sister, really, uh, mother up his debt to society uh the mother walks over slaps aren't yarno in the face uh the brother goes over gives him a noogie and the sister <laughs> walks over and spits on his shoes um so they're all free now uh Wait, me they spit, you mean they spit on glass? Oh, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Sorry, sorry, I got confused because yeah, they're mad at him for impr- being imprisoned. Right, right. Um, they lock Yarno up in one of the cages. Uh, in the meantime, while they're they're talking to you, uh, thank you so much for rescuing us. Let me introduce myself. My name is Mirna, Mirna Dendrar. I. And the wife of the late Thel Dendrar, who was unfortunately murdered by Red Brand thieves. They broke into our home, kidnapped us, and took us here to be sell into slavery. Uh, please, I do not have much to offer as reward, however, but I do have something you may be interested in. You see, there is valuable family heirloom, and it is hidden somewhere. Would you like to know more? Go on, Russian gypsy. (laughs) (laughs) My name is Mirna. Just don't curse us. When I was a young girl, me and my whole family, we flee from the town of Thunder Tree after whole place was overtaken by the undead. My family ran herb and alchemy shop in the (laughs) town. Very, very good business, let me tell you. However, there was a case that my father, he carried wherever he go. In the case was emerald necklace. Emerald necklace is worth very, very much, much, how you say, money. (laughs) You don't know how to say money? (laughs) Uh, 
You see, if you ever happen to go to the town of Thunder Tree, the shop, alchemy shop, is still there. It is in the southeast corner of the Thunder Tree. Oh, a, a stink bug just flew onto my couch. I got distracted by it. Um, if you ever decide to explore Thunder Tree, you may find priceless heirloom there. Beneath the bunch of crates in the shop. So that is reward for rescuing us. Cool. Yep. Where where do we oh oh we have to go get it though. Wow, that's on a side quest of his own. There are many reasons. <laughs> there are many reasons to watch the video version of this. That is one of them. I think I killed it in one hit too. Oh, oh. critical! Happened before. Natural that twenty. Was a, that was a, a natural twenty right there. <laughs> KO'd, my friend. KO'd. Cool. All right. So now what? Now what? I'll tell you what's now. Um, uh, you guys, uh, all right. Now Myrna says, come, come. I show you a way out of the, out of the hideout. You follow her out of the hideout. They say, thank you very much for, to rescue me. Very kind heroes. We will never forget you. They go home and you guys just gained yourself. 100 experience points for rest going back and rescuing the Dendrar family. Each 100 or each or total. 100 to split. All right, so we'll each get 33 and Matt, Matt gets the remainder. Oh my god, it's still alive. I hope you're talking about the bug and not my character cuz otherwise that's kind of <laughs> hurtful. <laughs> I think I only stunned him. He's walking around again. If you, if you'd like Matt, I can use my uh my sacred scroll flame and just burn it. I don't it. know if the scroll of pedigree will we'll stop a bug. Will work. It's all right. I'm going to ignore him for now. Uh, we are going to move on with the story. So you guys are out of the cave. And you guys are now heading toward your next adventure. Yay! I think this deserves a moment of reflection and celebration. We did it. We defeated... Well, wait, hang on. What, what did we do with the Arno? <laughs> we just left him in the cage. Just just tied up? Just yeah. uh, No, no, he came out with you. Oh. He's out. Now you have to make a decision. Oh, I boy. guess, where are you going to take him? I guess the one logical place would be the jail, right? Is there a jail? Oh. I was going to say um, yeah. the graveyard. <laughs> <laughs> or you could just kill him. There's always that option. Uh, yeah, I guess we can take him to the jail. Okay. I'm just a little concerned because, like, wasn't the mayor all, like, buddy-buddy with this dude? Um, I genuinely can't remember. Okay. I, don't, I think he was just a corrupt guy. Gotcha. But now that you've, Let's ta just you've take taken him, to him the out jail. of his seat, you've taken the Arno out of his seat of power, so... yeah. He doesn't really have much to offer the mayor anymore. Cool. All right. Let's lock him up. Throw away the key. Ka-chink. So you've locked him up. 
And for that, you guys gain 400 experience points. Holy wow. Because you chose, you chose the good route. Aww. Chose the route of the paradigm. And for that, you gain a lot of experience. That's 133 apiece. Yep. Boosts us over 1,000. It does. Yeah. See that? Whoop, whoop, whoop. You wouldn't have got that if you had killed him. No. So what's your count, Sean? Just, I I've think got 1,079. I have 1046. Dan, I think you, you added... Yeah. I think you missed something. I, <laughs> I had also missed something on the last one. Wait, how much did we get again? 133 this time. Yeah, you got so 30. You got, we got 33 the first time. Yeah. And then 133 the second time. So for a total of 166. Mm-hmm. Uh, okay, how many experience points am I supposed to have? 1,079. Okay. Math is hard. It is. We're adventurers, not not scientists. Yeah. Speaking of adventure, your next task, your next, the next part of the adventure, ladies and gentlemen, we enter Act 3. Three. Act three. Act one was that cave, the and then getting to Fandolin. Act two is like exploring Fandolin slash going into the hideout. Now we're on act three. Dun dun dun. dun, dun. Spider's web. Uh-huh. Uh, I can tell you right now, right off the bat. You have you don't have much to learn. You learn you learn pretty much all you can from the the NPCs you met in Fandolin. Um, so now you have a couple of choices. You've learned about throughout the course of our adventure several side quests. I can refresh them uh, if you'd like. I have them written down here, and you can choose one of the side quests to go on. Um, this side quest might. Um, intertwine with the main quest or it might not it might just get you a cool thing uh a cool artifact or or uh macguffin sure or and it definitely will take you to some extraordinary places or you can go ahead and attempt to attempt to find the black spider which at this stage in the game is kind of difficult unless you've been play, paying super-duper close attention. <laughs> we have not. not either. I don't pay uh, super-duper close attention to anything in my life. So. I think yeah. To be fair, I think the only real options here are, are picking a, a side, quest. side quest. Yeah, well, got a lot. So this is what I have written down. Yeah. Because I've been keeping track. So, um... And, and you can clear these up or correct me as I go through. Um, I've got the the Agatha's Comb. Mm-hmm. I've got Old Owl Well. Yeah. I've got some stuff in Thunder Tree. We just learned about uh, Myrna's Heirloom. Myrna's Heirloom. Um, and there's another one. Re- I just have Redoth written down. 
Right on. Uh, the the other one that was happening, I think Thunder Tree had a couple. Yeah. Thunder Tree has the Mirna's heirloom. It has. Uh, it was uh, the um, the Banshee's bargain. Remember that one? Mm. I thought that no. was Agatha's comb, or is that a different one? Oh, that's right. No, I'm sorry. That's the same. I think that's the same one. Yeah. And that's actually not in Thunder Tree. That's in Coneyberry, mm-hmm. which is a different place. Um, I have Old Owl Trouble. Yep. I have Banshee's Bargain. And I have... Uh, I have... We oh um Cragmaw Castle. Oh yeah, but isn't that with with Gundren and that's I assumed that's, that was like more of an endpoint than a side quest. Uh but but you know you know the story, so Yeah, yeah, I, I all right, that, that's fair. That's it's 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 a side quest, but it's it's one it's probably something that you could probably guess plays really close to the main story and mm-hmm. could like really lead into to furthering the story. And then I also have uh, Wyvern Tor uh, and and the orcs. Yeah, w- that were disrupting Tor. the trail. Yeah, Wyvern Tor and wa- wanted orc trouble. Yeah, he wanted yeah. you to, uh, yeah. to chase the orcs away from the trail. Yeah. Yep. I'd be down for that one. Harbin Wester was the one who gave you the. That's the town master. He gave you that quest. Wyvern Tor is the location. Mm-hmm. Um. Yeah, that's that's all of them. Okay, I mean, is there one that it makes sense to start before the others in terms of story, or does it just not matter? It really, uh, it it doesn't matter. You can revisit. You can you can go in any order, pretty okay. much. Although I w- I would probably recommend saving the, um, Cragmaw Castle one for, for last. last. Yeah, which makes that, sense. Yeah. Um. When I play video games, I'm the guy who does all the side quests first and then does the main story. (laughs) Same. Can you guys hear that? No. Okay. Uh, I'll warn you, we're getting some nasty lightning and thunder here, which doesn't phase me, but we've got really flaky power in this house. So so at any point, you might just just disappear. disappear. (laughs) Um, But but you'll know why. It's because we're all dead. Um, (laughs) So, okay. So, um, I don't know. It's up to you guys. My thought is... Let's do the couple non-Thunder Tree ones, which would be Old Owl Well and the, the Orc one. Um, and I guess Agatha's Comb is outside of there as well. Um, do those, and then go to Thunder Tree after that. But I guess it really doesn't matter. Yeah, that sounds good. All right, any any particular one grab you? The Orc one grabs me. Okay. All right. Let's do we'll that. get grabbed by some Orcs. <laughs> really, really amp up the excitement. Orc Trouble. Orc trouble. Okay. Damn orcs. This is gonna be exciting. So you're in order to travel to Wyvern Tour, where you guys are headed. Mm-hmm. Ooh, we just got some uh, thunder as well. It's probably the same thing. <laughs> Gotta love geography. Oh. Wow. I could hear that. Thank you, Thunder. (laughs) 
Okay, I'm just going to try to pull up a map here to describe uh, your your travel. You have to do a little bit of traveling to get there. Uh, so you're going to be leaving Fandolin. I guess this is the overworld map in the beginning. Mm-hmm. You're going to be leaving Fandolin, and you're going to be headed out on the uh, the Tribor Trail, which is where you guys were before. You see that? Okay. Mm-hmm. There's oh, yeah, Fandolin. Yeah. Right? No. Was Where's Fandolin? All right. Here's Fandolin. My finger is on Fandolin. Yes. It's right here. You're going up north, and you're going to go east along the Triber Trail to get to uh, Wyvern Torn, which is in the middle of the uh, Sword Mountains. All right? So nice. Gonna... Okay. So heading heading east, northeast along the Triber Trail. Um passing through a stretch of foothills rolling sparsely wooded plains surround you they extend for miles and miles at the far far south of the trail you notice the uh, blue glimmer of the sword mountains these majestic mountains line the border of uh, of the surrounding trees. The area is known as Neverwinter Wood. It gains its name from an old trail that runs from the distant town of Tribor to the east, where the Tribor Trail gains the name of, of the – it goes between Tribor to the east and it winds westward passing through the abandoned village of Coneyberry, then running just north of Fandolin on its way to the high road along the coast, where Dan would probably be most comfortable Woo! with his panther. <laughs> alone. So, you walk for several miles and encounter nothing of interest. As you walk, Exciting. a light rain starts to dampen your travel. Uh, the marshy surroundings begin to become more and more difficult to traverse. <laughs> uh, uh, you are approximately halfway along the trail when uh, the sun, you notice the sun is going down uh, and you must rest for the night. Okay. Take your rest. Yeah. And you guys wake up. And you notice. You notice a deer crossing your path. A deer is staring at you as you're just just waking up out of your sleeping bags. Yeah. The deer is staring at you for a long time when all of a sudden the silence is broken. By Dan's panther, who starts running after the deer. The fuck, deer, uh, panther? <laughs> yeah, doesn't Dan have, like, magical beastmaster powers or something? Yeah. Dan, you better go after that panther. It's, I can it's command him to stop, though. 
It just it just took off following the deer into the nearby woods. Okay. Uh, okay. <laughs> so <laughs> don't sound I so follow, excited. I follow the panther. Is anyone else gonna come with me? I will. I guess so. All right. Okay, okay. I am a yeah. fighter. Let's chase after this thing. Okay. Hang on one second. Okay. In my D12, something's about to happen. Uh oh. D12. All right. All right, you're chasing the panther across wild stretches of wilderness, rocky terrain. Uh, he won't give up this chase. It seems like he's hell-bent on, on nabbing this deer. But all hungry. of a sudden... Oh, here we have It's right in front of me. All of a sudden, you find that the panther leaps from a from a, a, a nearby rock, uh, just gains enough height to land squarely on top of the um, of the deer. However, as soon as he lands on the deer, no sooner than that than a giant net overtakes both of them and lifts them high up in the air. What? Capturing both. Damn a it. tribe of hobgoblins then Gosh. jumps out of the bush. Gosh. Hobgoblins with extra tiny, hob? Hobgoblins. <laughs> tiny little goblins with wrinkly noses and ugly features and pointed ears and green skin and most importantly, long pointed spears rush you, uh, the three of you. How many of them are there? There are four hobgoblins. Holy shit. <laughs> Sean, you should this is this is a time for your your uh <laughs> closed eye great X spinning, just like <laughs> Yeah, there's a greater odd of me hitting odds of me hitting them than you. Yeah. Alright, well Does this mean we're in battle? Yep. So. You guys are fighting these hobgoblins. Ding ding ding. We roll for initiative. <laughs> yep. Let's do the rolling of the initial. I got a four. I got an eight. <laughs> I got a two. Oh my god. Well, that's not good. What'd you roll? Alright. Oh wow. Matt, can you tell me what these guys are rolling as you do them? Yep. All right. So hobgoblin number one. Yep. Got a thirteen. Yep. Hobgoblin number two got a seventeen. Yep. Hobgoblin number three a nineteen. Yep. And then four got a three. Okay, that would make the order. If you want to keep track here. Yeah. Hobgoblin three. Hobgoblin two. Hobgoblin one. Myself. Dan, Hobgoblin 4, Colby. So 3, 2, 1, myself, Dan, 4, Colby. It makes okay. so much sense. I got it. 
Mm-hmm. Okay, gentlemen, let's battle. <sighs> oh my god, this is my my heart is racing. <laughs> racing. Dun dun dun. All right. Okay. So it appears that the hobgoblin gets a martial advantage. Once per turn, the hobgoblin can deal an extra seven. 2d6 damage to a creature it hits with a weapon attack if that creature is within 5 feet of an ally of the hobgoblin. So they can kind of like team up on somebody, I guess. Gotcha. They have long swords, I'm sorry, not spears. I thought they had spears. Um, okay. So this first one is going to attack... Uh, Colby. So he's going to take out his longsword and he rolls a 11. Not good enough, right? Okay, so he misses his attack. Number two gets a nine. Not good enough. He misses his attack. And one gets a 13. Also not good enough, right? 13. Thirteen? Nope. Not good enough. Okay. So they all missed their attacks. Nice. I guess they all just decided to rush Colby. Which means <laughs> it is my turn. It's now Sean's turn. Now, can you describe how... Are they all standing near each other? <laughs> yes. They, they basically all... As soon as Dan was running toward the net where the panther is being held with the with the deer carcass... They sort of rushed toward that. You guys rushed toward toward that net, and mm-hmm. they jumped out right underneath the net. So they're like line, and they're in like a straight line formation around, okay. like in front of you. Okay. Well, mm-hmm. so you would describe that they are within a fifteen foot cone of me. <laughs> <laughs> For the uh, sake purposes, of this, I would say the cone would allow you to reach two of them. Okay. Can you can you pitch, pick which two? You can you can well, either I can choose, I guess. I'll choose two. You can you can either get goblin three and goblin two or goblin two and goblin one. Goblin two is in the middle. Alright, well I'm gonna eat to, to keep it simple, one and two, and I'm going to cast Burning Hands. Okay. I'm gonna cast Burning Hands. Um and I'm going to do it with a roll of a natural twenty. Oh, wow. Wow. <laughs> Caught on the dice cam. Can't make this stuff up. Um, nice. nice hit. A 20. And that gives me a 3D. Um, well, let me wait. Do I have to do that for a spell? No. So it, what, what's the rules for a critical again? Um, so a critical is you when you roll a natural 20. Yeah. It's a critical hit and it means you um gosh. Alright, I got it. What is it? Uh, well the one where you roll you roll another You get to roll extra dice yeah. for the tax damage. For example, if you score a critical hit with a dagger, roll two D four rather than one D four. So you get to roll double the damage double dice. The damage, yeah. That's what I thought. But you still have to you still have to do an attack roll for a spell? Yeah, because yeah. it could miss. Okay. No. Okay. I'm, I'm, I believe you. Okay. Well, each creature takes. Th- well, each 
Uh, so, Matt, each of the yeah. one and two uh, hobgoblins has to do a dexterity saving throw, which will okay. determine how much damage they take. Oh, all right. So we'll start with hobgoblin number one. I don't think this is the first saving throw I've done. Do I do a d20? Yes, and it's, it's yeah. uh, and it's what is it, a 10 or higher, and you live? <laughs> okay, well, 10 you, or Not high. that you live, you just don't get... Okay, I got an 8 plus 9. So I, got, I mean, an 8 plus 1 is 9, so I got a 9. So you failed. Yep. Hob 1 that failed. For, that, which one was that, 1? Yep, so now roll for 2. Okay, Hobgoblin 2. Gets, I can't see, went behind my computer. He got an 11 plus 1 is 12. All right, so he succeeded. Yeah. So the one that uh, fails will do Hobgoblin 1, and I have to roll 3d6. This is so simple. Um, so 3d6, here we go. A 1, a 2, and a 6. So that's but that You double it, though, because you that, rolled a critical. Right, so that would be 18. Okay, so Hobgoblin 1 is toast. <laughs> literally. Like, just a He's burning pile of ash on the floor. It's burning hands. So I literally lit him on fire to the point where completely he didn't Completely incinerated Goblin number 1. Yep. And now luckily, uh, because Hobgoblin 2 had the successful saving throw, it only gets half damage, so we just won't double it. So still gets the three th throws here. So it's 2, 4, and another 4, so that's 10. It was... Very and, effective. Yes. Mm -hmm. Wow. And that was for Goblin. Two. No, no, he he met you. You missed him, right? No, 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 no. I still hit him because I because th it's only one attack roll for the spell which hits both of them because it's, okay. it's a cone attack. Yeah. But he did successfully do the saving throw, so he's only getting half the damage he was supposed to. Oh, half. The, okay, and half the damage is ten. Yes, because I didn't double it because I had the critical 20. Oh, gotcha. Okay, yeah, that, that, that really came in handy. Okay, and that was for Goblin 2. Yes. All right. Okie doke. Nice. So, wait, what happened to Goblin 2? Goblin 2 got ten, took 10 damage. Goblin 1 took 18 damage and died. Yes. Mm -hmm. okay. We're down to 3, and it's Dan's turn. Oh, my goodness. But he can't use exciting. the panther, right? Because the no, panther's the panther in the net. In prison. Yeah, he's in the net. You should shoot the panther down. Now, he, 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 he has some options. I mean, he could he could give directions to the panther to try to free him. Mm -hmm. So the panther is on top of the deer carcass in the net, right? Yeah, and the net, net. is swinging freely between two trees. Can I reach the net with my jump and my sword? No. The net ah. is too high for you because when it caught it caught them, it lifted it up immediately. Yeah. All right, I could do that, guys, or I could just take out my longbow and start getting some work done here. You're the beastmaster, Dan. You. <laughs> You're the beastmaster. I feel like these guys aren't too uh, too intimidating. Like I think we might be able to handle them. Yeah. All right. So I, I take out my bow, and I aim for the injured one that remains. Hobgoblin number two. Hobgoblin number two. Okay. 18. Nice. That's a hit. You got him. All right. What's this? That's an 11 damage. Dead. Killed him. <laughs> yep. Man, they're dropping like flies. What? Yeah, these little hobgoblins. They got nothing. Okay. 
Uh, Hobgoblin number four. Hobgoblin okay. number four takes out a small horn inside no. of his body. He goes... Burr, burr, burr. <laughs> Three more hobgoblins appear. <laughs> All right. Ready for battle. Are you going to roll for their initiative? I'm going to call him Hobgoblin Alpha, Hobgoblin Beta, Hobgoblin <laughs> Gamma. Oh man, Sean, you should have got this guy in in your in your cone attack. I didn't even think of that. I have a sneaking suspicion that it wouldn't. They all had horns, and one of them was going to call out. Sure, but what if like I was going next? What if I somehow killed them all? That's true. I'm such a disappointment in the one and a half guys I killed. All right, he used his turn to to summon the more guys. Now it's Colby's gotcha. turn. Do you, but do you want to roll initiative for the three new ones so we know the order of? No, I just I just added them to the end. Okay, that's fine. To after Colby. Yep. Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh. All right. So. I. I'm gonna take out my 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 crossbow. Try and shoot one of these guys. Uh, I guess number four, since he just called his pals in, I'm pretty annoyed about that. <laughs> All right. Yeah. Ugh. Eight. Eight. Nope, not a hit. Crushing defeat. All right, so I'm gonna use my. Uh, Looking leveling up last time reminded me that we leveled up the last time and I got a new ability that's called cunning action. Mm-hmm. And so my quick thing in agility allows me to move and act quickly so I can take a bonus action on each of my turns in combat. Uh, and you can only use it to take the dash, disengage, or hide action. Uh, and so I'm going to dash backwards away from the Away from the main fight. Okay. And so I read and it says you can move up to 20, like you can move, dash lets you move double your normal speed. So my speed is 25. So I'd move like 50 feet. Okay. So you're moving 50 feet backwards. Yeah. Okay. All right. I need to buy some graph paper so I can like keep track of mm. battle positions. That would take us to a whole nother level of nerd. <laughs> yeah, it would. Might be worth it though. Okay. Um, that brings us to the new goblins, Goblin Alpha, Goblin Beta, and Goblin Gamma. Uh, I should mention to you guys, Goblin Alpha and Goblin Beta are bearing their swords. Goblin Gamma has his bow and arrow out drawn. Okay. Uh, Goblin Alpha rushes at Dan. Uh, so he's facing directly who's, across from Dan. Who's already just distraught over Mantha, or, uh, Danther the Panther. <laughs> Danther's capture. All right. He's charging at you, Dan. Watch out. I'm watching. I've got both eyes on him. Where's my D20? Did you roll up behind your computer? Oh, I did. Look at that. <laughs> Paying attention. Power of observation. 
How did you know? You're alert. I rolled a nine, so that does nobody no good. No. Nope. Well, it does me a lot of good. Does Dan a lot of good. <laughs> no goblin, no good. All right. So Alpha's attack misses. Beta takes up the mantle against Sean. Uh, and he rolls a ten, which it doesn't do him any good either. Um, Gamma. Now it's going to be Gamma. And he's going to fire his bow at Colby, seeing that Colby backed away. Uh, he can hit a target up to 600 feet. Oh, so he's able to get you. Yep. Um, let's see if you could do this. A lot of feet. Oh, he got a four. So he missed by a lot. Nice. <laughs> Feels yep. good. <laughs> yep. Now it's Hobgoblin number three who is in the middle of all the goblins lined up. Mm -hmm. He's going to charge at Sean. So he's charging okay. at, with his sword. He gets a 17. Ooh. I think that's a hit, it right? is a It is a hit. You are correct. Indeed. Let's talk damage. Let's talk damage. What's the damage? Turns out damage is... He's using his longsword, so that is going to be 1d8, or I can do 5. Uh, I am just going to roll this. Calculate a 4. I should have taken the 5. Oh, wait. Oh, it is 5, because it's plus 1. Okay. Five, 5 slashing damage to you. Okay. Fair enough. But now it's my turn for revenge. Yep. And to Hobgoblin number three, mm -hmm. um, I execute a shocking grasp. <laughs> shocking grasp? <laughs> a shocking wow. grasp. That was a good evil laugh. <laughs> Which lightning springs, springs to my hand to deliver a shock to any creature you try to touch. I try to touch Hobgob Hobgoblin number three. Um, and I make a melee... Hobgoblin three says, I need an adult. I need an adult. <laughs> <laughs> and there is none to be found, young sir. Um, and I do a melee attack, which, how is that different? Hmm? No, I guess it doesn't make a difference. Okay, so anyway, let me roll. Yep. To check on execution. And I roll an 8, so it doesn't matter anyway, because it doesn't work. Alright. That attack fails. Dan's turn. Word Sean. Yep, Dan's turn. That bug is still here. <laughs> okay. Oh, uh, yeah, okay. Now I think it's time for me to uh, implore Shadow to release himself from this here net. Uh, so I command Shadow to release himself from the net by clawing it. Or by biting it, I guess. That'd be easier. Yeah. No, calling right. you. Or whatever. So slashing gonna... versus piercing. I think slashing would be more effective. All right, so you say, Shadow, claw that net. And yeah. Needs to, Shadow needs to overcome a... Uh, he's not in this book. He's Animals in... are a whole nother ball game. <laughs> I, got, I got him in front of me here. All right, here's what we're going to say. He needs to damage that net 
it's a strong net, but not very strong quality. He has to do over 13 damage to the net. Holy smokes! So he's got to get it a 14 or higher to Damn, be. Damn, these are hobgoblins. This is quality stuff. They're experienced trap builders. That's like one Colby level one's worth of damage here in this net. Yep. All right. Well, let's see. Five damage. All right, so he deals five damage to the net. And he'll continue to do this until he gets half. Yeah, so now next time, that'll bring it down to eight. Uh, to eight, yeah. So if the HP of the net is now at eight. All right. All right. Uh, so now it's... Hobgoblin four. Hobgoblin four's turn. Uh, Hobgoblin four. He is going to take out his bow and arrow. Oh. Um, he's putting away his sword, taking out his bow and arrow, and that That's uses. Gonna, I was gonna say that uses his turn. That uses his turn. Yep. Now it's Colby. All right. Uh, I guess I'm gonna take a take another crossbow shot at uh, number four. Okay. Uh, seventeen. Yep. Not good enough. What? No, no, no. Wait, yeah. what? Not good enough. So wily. Yeah, the hobgoblins have a strong, strong armor. They're actually they wear chainmail. Oh. And they have shields. Oh. Ugh. They're they're carrying little shields. Not so not uh, right. intimidating anymore. <laughs> so so uh, dungeon master Matt. Yes. Cool. Uh, I'm considering my my cunning actions. Yes. Uh, what would you say if I tried to hide? <laughs> you're you're far enough away where I, I think in the surrounding area I'll I'll tell you some spots where you could hide. Mm -hmm. uh, so the area you're in is kind of like a depression that goes beneath two uh, kind of side rails made of land. Okay. Uh, two old little little mini overlooks basically. So you're far behind that. Uh, the central battlefield going on between these two big oak trees. You could hide, potentially go up one of those slopes so that you're overlooking the battlefield and they wouldn't. Mm -hmm. the, the, you would do it stealthily so the goblins wouldn't notice it. Mm -hmm. Either overlook, you could do that. Um, also, there's a large boulder that you could hide behind and no one would know you were back there. Okay. And that's, that's close enough where you could hide behind it comfortably. Okay. All right, I'm gonna try for the the up top to to get up top. Okay. Uh, so so I'm gonna roll my uh, my stealth check, which I have proficiency in that, so it's like a plus seven. This my my killer stealth check. Uh, all right. Ooh, natural one, but I get to go again. <laughs> nice. Man, you use that thing an awful lot. <laughs> I know. The luck uh, thing came in handy. <laughs> 14. Nice. 14 is actually was that your st your stealth check? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, oh yeah, that passes. You're good. You snuck by unnoticed. Cool. So now I'm up up above. You're up above looking down. Yeah. Nice. Just out of curiosity, am I anywhere near the the panther panther uh the the trap or is that a different did you choose the um 
If you chose the the overlook on the left, it means that you're with it. You were like across immediately across from the net. If you chose the one on the right, you're I guess you're across from the net, but you're a little bit closer. Well, I guess I'll choose the one from the right then. Yeah. Is it like <laughs> right. is it close enough to for me to like reach out and and like cut the net down or something? You could you could use an arrow. Okay. Because it's still hanging in the middle of the trees, but you could shoot it down with an arrow, or you could yeah. damage it potentially with an arrow. Cool. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Excellent. All right. All right. Now we have alpha, beta, and gamma. Alpha, beta, gamma. Alpha, beta, gamma. Alpha rolls a seven. No good. No good. And that was that was directed at Sean. Directed at Dan. It's a sixteen. That is good enough. That's good enough. He's going to attack you. This is beta. Uh, long sword drawn. Long sword to the face. Okay, he's using his martial advantage also. Oh, no. So that's a uh, 2d6. I think, yeah. Ah, 2d6. Four, four. So it's eight plus. Oh wait, eight. All right. So eight is the extra damage. I was supposed to be one d eight, which is this one. This one. This one. This. This one. Okay. One. And all right. So that's that's two. Two plus. Oh, that's that's two plus eight, which is ten. He does 10 damage to Dan. All right. All right. Hobgoblin Gamma. Hobgoblin Gamma with the bow and arrow. Notices that Colby is gone. He has not yet realized where he went to, so he turns his aim at Dan. Oh, boy. Good thing I'm Hardy Dan or whatever. He gets a three, so he misses. Terrible Dan. He's got this guy's this guy is terrible. Number three takes aim at Sean. He gets a 10. No good. Good enough. No good. And that makes it my turn. And yep. it, it worked so well the last time. I'm going to try to execute Burning Hands again. Can you do that? Is it a cantrip or a spell? It's a spell. Can I only do that once? How do you spells can only work? You do it once, once a day. Oh. I that think sucks. Spells. Yeah. The, right. spells have different rules, but I'm pretty sure. No, I, I'm going to take your word for it. I believe you. Yeah, that's fine. Uh, well, then you know what? I'm just going to use my great axe, which is great. So, yeah, because you expend a spell, a spell slot, and the only way to recover that is with a long rest. Yeah, that's fine. I'm not worried about it. Um, great axe to hobgoblin. Uh, three. Okay. And I roll a um uh, eighteen. Got him. Nailed him. You nailed him. That's what I'm ah, talking about. What's and the great X, 1d12 plus 3. So let me d12. And it is a... It is a 12. An unnatural 12. Nice. Is he dead? Tell me he's dead. He is dead as a doornail. Hey, yeah. That's the best kind of dead. Took out Goblin 3. Alright, so now you got just 4 and his 3 buddies. Excellent, and it's Dan's turn to do some damage. Okay, so now that net is down to Eight. three, because it keeps chewing. Yep. 
Uh, I don't know if that affects the calculus of your next turn at all, Colby. He's going to come out the next turn one way or the other. Gotcha. Okay. Uh, Yeah. Uh, Cool. Oh, although, actually, I guess I should roll and see. Yeah, I've rolled a five again. Okay. Uh, Okay, so I've still got my my uh, bow out. Uh, what? Wh- who were the two that attacked me? The one that hit me. Who was that yeah, one? That was uh, that was Hobgoblin Beta. All right, Hobgoblin Beta. About to bring you back into your alpha release. And then arrow <laughs> to the face. Uh, that is a twenty-one. Woo! Oh, wow! That's a definite hit. <laughs> What's the damage? There we go. Uh, 12 damage. Nice. Oh, you killed him. Yeah. yeah. Man, they're... Now you're getting them. I'm waiting, for the next... Mama. I'm waiting for the next one to pull out a horn and call four more. Um... <laughs> if we had more time, maybe. <laughs> um... Colby's turn. Colby's turn. I do wish or, I no, I'm sorry, it's not Goblin Forest. Wait, turn. Goblin Forest. So yeah, he gets his chance. He just pulled out his bow and arrow. Yes, he did, and now he's going to use it on Colby. We just noticed up on the cliff. Damn it! What? <laughs> dun dun dun. That's crazy. He got a four though. So he missed. Nice. <laughs> These guys right. are terrible shots. How yeah. many? How many hobgoblins are left? There's just... hobgoblin four, alpha, and gamma three. Yep. Okay. So I'm gonna uh, cast magic missile. Nice. Um, so that's yeah. Then I'll use one of my spell slots. So okay. I have to do. I guess I have to do an intelligence check, right? Y- yes. Yeah. Uh, so I'm gonna uh, gonna give that a give that a shot. See how it goes. Uh. It didn't go well. <laughs> oh man, four, four. Dang. Nope. Now, if I fail to cast this spell, does it still count as casted? Yeah, like... yeah, because oh, you attempted to cast it. Right. So God. you stop that spell. All right. It is God, Alpha's turn, mm-hmm. and Alpha is going to try to attack. With his sword, he's going to attack um, Sean. No, oh, Dan, because he knows that Dan is. is <laughs> he got dangerous. a seventeen. Dangerous. That hits. Seventeen, and he's using his mutual advantage. Uh, so he rolled. Uh, Hello. Oh, I can't no. hear anything. My whole internet can't. No! Uh-oh. No, we were going so well. It's that well. time of the day. My whole internet just stopped. Oh, no. This is bad. All right, hang on, folks. This is bad news. Oh, you piece of shit. God damn it. I don't even know what that is. Oh my god, this sucks.
Hello. Hello. It it did that thing again where my internet Hello. just just completely stops on all my devices. You back? Yeah. I oh. want to Matt, uh your video's still trying to come through. Colby, are you there? I'm here. Colby? <laughs> yes. Okay, yes, we can't see you though. It's because my video's off, apparently. Okay. See it's like well, nothing uh, happened. Okay. Alright. Cool. So where were we? <laughs> Alright, uh, disastrous Skype shut off. Yeah, yeah, yeah that's pretty, pretty efficient. Smooth. Gotta say, uh, Alpha was attacking Dan. Yeah, he rolled a seventeen, which I think is a hit, right? Yeah. So we're gonna see how much damage he does. Um, that's correct. D one D. Does 15 damage. <laughs> you don't know shit. What was that? <laughs> I was expecting it to say shit, but it didn't. Uh, okay, that's not great. I am at eight hit points, everyone. Yeah. Uh oh. All right. Well, I got yeah, something for you, Dan. When it when it gets to be my turn. <laughs> what are you doing? I've got I've got a Clayton Morris bobblehead. Nice. I can press I can press buttons and it says uh, things. That is... <laughs> That's what I was hoping. That's what this show's been missing: sound effects. Yeah, exactly. All right. Um, Hobgoblin Gamma's turn, or was that? That was out. Al that was Alpha. So yeah, I guess it is Gamma's turn with the bow and arrow. He's gonna try to shoot Dan. Who's still wounded? He got a twenty. Oh my god! I didn't <laughs> see this coming. Actually, GG. he just rolled a twenty. So yeah. that's a crit, right? Yeah. A natural twenty. So what do I do for that? I add, I, I add a dice oh, or something. Well, yeah, you roll twice the number of dice. Okay. <laughs> okay. Okay, so it would be normally 1d8, so he rolls 2d8. I don't know. This could be it for poor Dan. It could. No one besides Sean has been or ever been unconscious before. <laughs> Fun the first time for everything. Fun fact. So you get 8 damage. That is... Wow. Exactly, That's exactly enough. enough to put you unconscious. Yeah. But the good news is, when my turn comes, my my the the thing will be loose, and it does still do things while I'm unconscious. That's oh, that's true. It actively it's defends me. It's gonna work in your favor. Mm, nice. Okay. Um. Well, I guess that makes it my turn. Um. I attack. Uh, Hobgoblin Gamma, who did all this damage to Dan, with my Great Axe. Um, and I roll, oh no, I roll an 8. However, however... Uh, scroll of Pedigree. No, I do have an action surge, though, where I get an additional action, and I'm going to use that action to cast Sanctuary on Dan. 
Nice. Which means he is protected from attacks uh, until the spell ends, which it doesn't end until uh, uh, it lasts for one minute. That's kind of weak. Um, <laughs> any creature who targets the uh, Nan with an attack or harmful spell must first make a wisdom saving throw. On wow, a failed it... save, they must choose a new target or lose the attacker spell. Okay. So I did. I did what I could. <laughs> Thanks, man. All right. Nice to see you stepping up, Sean. I'm a good friend. Uh, it is Dan's turn. I guess the Panther's turn at this point. Yeah. Yeah. It's Panther's turn. Shadows loose. <laughs> He's loose. Uh, All right. He fall. Him. He falls down, crushing one goblin beneath him. Yes. Like to death. That deals the um. Wait, let's see here. Damage. It's gonna deal. Uh, we'll say ten. Ten damage. Uh-huh. Oh. It, it, the heavy did, did, it, did it? Did it? Did it? Uh, did it travel twenty feet or more? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It did. Okay, Why? That was, is that what action? What? Oh. <laughs> this is technically a pounce. All right. Oh, that's right. Okay. Do it. Nice. Yeah. This panther's just gonna rip everybody to shreds. Yeah. Right. <laughs> I can feel it. All right. Uh, so whatever, whatever damage it does at this point, it kills whatever goblin was underneath yeah. it. Okay. Wait, which which goblin? It was goblin four. Okay. It lands on goblin four and rips it, rips him absolutely, rips him to pieces. Just, just clawing him up. He's just, he's a ragged mess. Colby's turn. Yep. All right. <sighs> okay, I guess I'm, which which goblins are still alive? Alpha, Alpha, and Alpha, and Gamma. Gamma. I guess I'll go for Alpha. Okay. Ten. Ten does not hit. It's Alpha. Uh, it's a uh, hobgoblin. Alpha's turn. Yeah. Alpha turns to Gamma. Gamma turns to Alpha. Simultaneously, they yell. Big cat, run away! <laughs> Drop their weapons and flee the battlefield. <laughs> Yay! Anther pursues Chase, but then Dan says, Oh no, we're not starting this again. And he stops <laughs> Anther in his tracks. <laughs> Please Battle- tell me at this point we all freeze frame as the credits roll. <laughs> <laughs> While Sean's holding up his scroll of pedigree. <laughs> Yeah. All right. Well, good job, guys. All right. Not you, Dan. You're unconscious, but. (laughs) Well, I didn't die, but I also didn't participate, really. That's that's true. (laughs) Yeah. That was fun, though, wasn't it? I think we made up for action in this one what we did in bureaucracy in the last. (laughs) Well, well said. Bureaucracy is exactly what was happening in the last one. That's right. But this was exciting. But what happens next, we'll have to find out next time uh, on a new episode of Game Nights. Of course, I'll remind everybody, GameNights.tv is our website. You can go there to listen to all the past episodes, this episode, and future episodes. And there's that big green subscribe button up in the corner. You should click that because it tells you where you can subscribe and follow us. I guess it's up in on that the internet. Corner. Yes, it would be your upper right-hand corner on your browser, although it's different on mobile. Um, it's somewhere in there. You'll find it. It says subscribe. You should click it. Um, I'll remind everybody... If you're in the southern hemisphere, it's on this corner. That's right. It's reversed. Yes. But beneath the equator. Um, like at Game Nights TV 
on Twitter uh, and GameNightsTV at gmail.com if you've got any feedback for us. We will be back next time with Chapter 17 of our continuing Dungeons & Dragons adventure. On behalf of Colby, Dan, and Dungeon Master Matt, this is Sean wishing everybody a fine evening and a, and, and a grand farewell. We'll see you next time for more Game Nights. <laughs>